um, so last year I got invited to go to Sedona and I went um, to go be a speaker at an event for the fall equinox and when I was there I got um, I had a lot of really um, uh, intense experiences that took me a really long time to unpack. So um, the retreat that I was at, because it was based around the equinox, um, attracted a lot of women that were very spiritually in tune, far, far more than I was. And um, it was the first time that I had been around people that talked about things that I'd only read about. Um, I'd been casually um, reading a lot of articles on Facebook from different spiritual groups and feeling, you know, what felt right and, you know, just going down the rabbit hole because I'm curious and I wanted to see what was up. And um, the this was the first time I'd been around people in real life that were actually talking about the things that I had read about. And so um, that was freaky. And um, But it was also really interesting. And so I paid attention and I listened and I felt, you know, what resonated with me personally. And at this point in my life, I was already a very intuitive empath. Um, I was lucky. I grew up, my dad's a chiropractor, so it was always very normal in our family. And my dad would be like, you know, follow your innate, follow your intuition. So I kind of grew up in that lifestyle already. So um, already being energy sensitive, I guess you could say, um, you know, it was very easy for me to distinguish, you know, when people were telling something that was their truth. So... Um, so that weekend during that retreat was really mind blowing for me. Um, something that was really significant, and this is before the, the third eye incident that I'll get to (laughs) was, um, when it was time for me to go and do my talk at that specific retreat, I went into like a straight up panic and I was doing everything to chill myself out. Like I had crystals in my pockets. Like I was standing by the window, having the sun on me and just trying to zen out and meditate. And I just couldn't calm down. I had such an intense fear that I had never had before about speaking. And I just couldn't understand why I couldn't calm myself down because it's not like I haven't given talks before. It just wasn't, um, it wasn't about anything that was really personal to me. So. Um, this also makes me very nervous, by the way. So if you see me getting flustered, that's why. Um, uh, writing is more my medium than video and sharing my truth, like on a larger stage is very new for me. So, um, this, uh, woman came up to me at the retreat before my talk and she was like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm not okay. I'm freaking out. And, uh, she was, um, she was like, do you want me to do some energy work on you? And I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. So she does, I don't know what kind of energy work she did on me, but, um, she's a really like down the rabbit hole kind of intuitive priestess, uh, lady. And, um, she did a bunch of work on me and just cleared, just cleared so much stuff. And like two minutes later, I'm like bawling my eyes out. And then after that, I was like, good to go. And I rocked it and it was awesome. And when I was talking to her about, you know, the clearing that she did for me, she said that, um, she, she said that she does a lot of past life readings and past life regressions and that she saw that what was holding me back was that in a past life that I had been burned at the stake for speaking my truth. 
And when she said that, it really resonated. And I think there's a lot of women that that resonates with because that was very common for a while, a couple hundred years ago. And But she said that the difference between me and other people that had a similar experience was that most people, when they got burned at the stake, um, you know, there was just a few people around to watch. But she said that when it happened to me, the whole town, village, the whole area came to watch me burn. So she said that that's essentially where my fear came from. So, and I still feel a little bit of that coming up today because I, this is, I'm usually pretty chill. <laughs> so, um, so that was really um, profound for me and um, scary. <laughs> And then after the retreat was over, um, one of my friends was giving me a ride back to Phoenix to catch my flight. And um, the first thing that we had to do on the way back was she has an appointment with um, her friend who was a crystal healer in the Sedona area. And so she was like, well, I'm sure you can just come with. So I came with and I ended up um, just sitting in her house, you know, like five, 10 feet away from where her session was going on. And I had no intention of getting any work done or anything. I hadn't planned on it. And um, by accident, I guess you could say, since I was there, um, I also became a receiver of some really um, hardcore, intense healing. <laughs> so um, I really honestly don't feel like I even understand what went down. And it goes so down the rabbit hole that I'm not sure I even want to open that box. But let's just say this lady has these magical bracelets from outer space and that's gonna make me sound like a nut job but the second she put those in my hands I was like I had the most intense energy clearing I've ever had in like 0.2 seconds so <clears throat> they are not of this earth and um, that wasn't even from the healing that I got that was just her showing me her new toy basically and um, so while my friend was getting worked on I ended up passing out hardcore in a nap which is unlike me and, um, you know, and I remember talking to my spirit guys and just being like, you know what, I could go for some energy healing. I'm just going to relax on the couch. And if you guys feel like helping me out too, that'd be awesome. And I didn't really think anything of it. I was just messing around. And, um, but they took me very seriously. <laughs> so whoever magical up in the sky decided that they wanted to do some work on me, they did. And, um, afterwards, um, when my friend session was over, I woke up like pretty much at the same time and I felt like I was a complete like zombie in la-la land. Like I felt like I was high as a kite and um, I was just like, oh man, I can't believe I just like napped and they were just cracking up laughing at me and we went out to dinner and I could not ground. Like I just could not ground and I didn't know what was going on. And so I was asking um, Debbie, the 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 crystal healer and she was like oh girl she's like you just got your third eye blasted right open and I'm like well I definitely feel like what that sounds like and um so you know but I didn't I didn't know what that meant I just based on my readings knew that that seemed like it would be a good thing but um I did not realize how intense it would be and how uh, scary it could be so um proceed with caution if people offer that to you. <laughs> um, so 
once I ate some food, I started to feel a little bit more grounded, but I could not wait to get out of there. Like, I just wanted so badly to just go home and, like, hide under the covers and not feel things because it was, like, my already intuitive feelings that I had, they were so amplified that I felt every vibration and every person and every everything so strong that it was really scary for me. And I've had to since learn how to create stronger energetic boundaries and, you know, to protect my field. And that's always evolving because the more I dive into it, the more I have to learn new ways to protect my own energetic space. So, um, so I got back. So I live in Aptos, California, which is basically suburbs of Santa Cruz, which if any of you know Santa Cruz, it's like a real hippie town. And thank God I moved to this town before this happened because otherwise I think people would have really thought I was nuts. If I would have moved back to my hometown in Pennsylvania, they would have for sure thought I was nuts. So I came back and, you know, went to the ocean and just did a lot of grounding and a lot of meditating and a lot of being with nature just to try to acclimate and feel more in my body and more present. And um, luckily at the time I was seeing this guy who, um, and we had a couple of good friends that were very open to the stuff, I guess you could say. So, um, I had a really solid support system of people that didn't think I was nuts. So that was good. I mean, and I honestly didn't really say that much, but, um, you know, I have a, I have an Oracle deck and I would pull cards sometimes and my readings got a lot more specific and accurate after that. (laughs) Um, and you know, I used to just pull cards for myself for fun. Like, you know, like when I first started my journey, it was like, oh, wow, I see eleven eleven everywhere. I wonder what that means, you know? Oh, time to make a wish, you know? Like, you know, it wasn't like how it is now. It was little things, and then the door would open wider and wider and wider. It was like last year I did a retreat for one of my clients up in Mount Shasta, which is the root chakra of the earth, according to some. And they have tons of crystal shops there, and I got a couple crystals there that were really awesome. Like, this was still the beginning of my journey, and then... Um, you know, that's when I first bought my, uh, Oracle deck. I have two now, you know, and I had been wanting to buy one for a while, but I was waiting for one to jump out at me. So it's like, you know, you, you give, they give you what you're ready for and what you ask for. So, um, yeah, Mount Shasta is amazing. I highly recommend it. They have this one crystal shop there that has a whole, like, it has like three whole rooms just dedicated to singing bowls. It's incredible. And you can play them and, um, giant crystal. I mean, it's like a crystal museum in the crystal shop. It's unbelievable. Um, and just, you know, of course, so beautiful. Um, I'm trying to think of what else was more at the beginning of my journey. Um, yeah, I guess I pretty much just started pulling cards for myself, just playing with, just getting to know them and, um, just allowing myself to be more, open and expressive and curious and then you know and then I then the opportunities started coming right so then I got invited to do that talk in Sedona and then my friend was like hey I can give you this ride but we have to do this first and it's like every time I choose you know I choose the one that vibrates the highest for the choices right so 
as I trust my intuition and I follow that, you know, things start opening up. So that's pretty much exactly how my journey goes. So, um, so I had that experience with my third eye being blasted open and then I come back here and I'm trying to be like, okay, now what do I do with like all these feelings that I'm feeling all the time, feelings, feelings, feelings. And you know, like they're not even mine. They're other people's feelings, you know? So like, it's already difficult enough sometimes to process your own shit. And then you got to like also distinguish, okay, is this mine? Is this theirs? Is this what I'm feeling right now? My truth? Is this someone else's truth? You know? So I had a lot of conversations with myself. <laughs> I still have a lot of conversations with myself. And, um, so, um, you know, and then at the time I was working at a, at an organic grocery store. I actually just left that last week. Yay, full time on purpose now. And um, they, <laughs> you know, so I'm working at the register. So I am dealing with hundreds every day going by me, talking to me, you know, and it's like energy, 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 energy. And I'm like, oh my God, like just take your over there. Like that's too much, <laughs> you know, and some people will suck you dry. Like you've probably heard, you know, there's energy vampires. So there's people that will like share their energy with you. There's people that are neutral. There's people that'll suck you dry, you know, and when you're dealing with a lot of people, you know, especially one after the other, it's, you know, it's sometimes it sucks, <laughs> you know, but then sometimes it's really good when you love them and they share their love with you. So, um, so that was like my crash course going to work and dealing with energy. So I'm actually very thankful for that job because it was um, good practice. <laughs> good practice for my energetic boundaries. <laughs> so, uh, but then after a while I got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm over this. I'm good. I got my boundaries sorted, you know, and um uh, I'm trying to think of what else was important on the journey. Okay, so back in March, I actually took five weeks off of work and I went and house sat over in Virginia. And when I did that, I was by myself in the woods, you know, plus a cat I was watching um, for five whole weeks. And um, it was awesome. And I highly recommend that everyone has this kind of alone time for themselves. But if you're ready to unpack some stuff. <laughs> Um, how long did it take to get me grounded? Um, from the initial, I have to ground every day is the short answer. Um, usually several times a day. Um, but if you mean from when I had my third eye blasted open, uh, well, like really, really, really grounded, probably a few, at least a few weeks because I was like way in outer space. <laughs> like way, way, way in outer space. <laughs> and I also came back to a really stressful living situation. So the combination, uh, you know, I, when I came back, yeah, it was, it was, there was, it was a stressful time in my life. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, every day I'm always constantly grounding because I'm so very aware of my vibration now that I can tell very quickly, typically where I am. And if I want to stay there or not, <laughs> and if I don't want to stay in that vibration, then I got a ground. So, um, 
typically how I ground is I try to go barefoot with the earth. Um, if I can't do that, then I'll just picture roots growing out of my feet and going down into the earth or light coming down from above and, you know, going through my chakras. I mean, there's tons of ways to do it. just whatever, you know, and I make shit up too. So, um, you know, but if it works, it works. So it's all intuitive guidance. Um, but, oh, so when I went to Virginia and I was house sitting, um, I had a really crazy experience there. It was the first time where I was like, okay, there's no one around. It's just me. I can, um, I can unpack my Sedona stuff a little bit. And this was like almost six months later. And that's how much fear I had with unpacking the Sedona stuff because it was so intense is I didn't even really want to go there. Okay. So, um, when I basically made it clear, like, okay, I'm here. I'm by myself. I'm in a safe space. I'm grounded. I'm with nature. I'm ready to kind of like peek a little bit inside of this. What's going on? And, um, they did not hold back. So, um, that was the first time that I channeled and it was scary as fuck. (laughs) Didn't help that it was like midnight and I was alone and it was dark. So thanks for that. Um, but here's the thing that I learned about when you're communicating with people from other realms is they're like super negotiable and, uh, (laughs) I basically made a deal and um, because the person that came through for me was actually my one of my really close friends dad who had just passed and um, so it was very apparent that it was yeah I was scared as fuck dude it was I mean I think the only reason why I wasn't even more terrified was the fact that I knew who it was thank god Um, but and he's like the nicest jolliest man so there was that, which was good, but that did not make it less scary. And I just basically told him, I'm not ready for this. I don't know if I'll ever be ready for this. And he was like, you know, that's cool. And so, um, I, you know, but then I just kept hearing from my spirit guides that, um, you know, the, the, this was a gift that I had to take on. And so I negotiated, (laughs) And I don't know if it would work, but I figured I'd give it a damn good try. So I basically negotiated to, um, that he would not come through again until I saw my friend in person again. And then I promised him that I would transfer his messages to her if he would not freak me out. (laughs) And he said, okay. And he's laughing now. So, um, So the only other experiences that I've had with that since then, because I've not really opened that box again, is um, I actually talk to my grandma all the time. Um, But I feel her with me all the time. I mean, you probably have relatives and loved ones that you feel around you. You know, maybe sometimes you think you smell them or you, you know, you see something that reminds you of them. Like when those things happen, like it's... I mean, that's them showing up for you, telling them that they care and they love you and they're with you. Um, and this is probably going to sound really silly, but um, I thought it was highly ironic that the time that I was staying at this house, and like, I don't pretty much ever watch TV. I don't really have a TV. 
And, um, but when I was staying at that house, they had cable. And so they had this like Long Island medium, you know, that TV show, they had like a marathon running for like three days. And I literally watched so many episodes because I was freaking out. And I'm like, maybe this chick has tips. <laughs> and I'm watching and like, as she would explain things, I'm like, wow, that's literally exactly how I'm experiencing them. So that made me feel a little bit better. So if you're freaking out, maybe watch some Long Island Medium. 